Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello. I'm, I don't even know if you know, but I'm in Mexico City. What? No, I literally <laughs> thought I like you were in your house and I recognized parts of your house. No, I'm in a little hotel in Mexico City. Hola. <laughs> Is hola? It hola? I don't know any Spanish. It's so <laughs> fucked up. Hola, hola. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any Spanish. I hate myself for it. I Googled how to say iced americano which is just halada americano <laughs> and i keep forgetting and then i'm like por favor i don't know i'm just like give me and then i'll be like with a little bit of avena <laughs> which is oat milk it's oat gracias milk. what would you what language if you could speak three languages tomorrow just flick and you can speak them what languages well the three languages i want to learn are french spanish and maori Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and I feel like I keep trying to learn French because Therese chic, but then giving up. And then now I want to learn Spanish, obviously, because I live in America and it feels like kind of a more useful language to know if you're not going to live in France, although I still have dreams of living in Paris. Mm-hmm. So now I want to learn Spanish, but then I also want to learn Maori. And I've like been doing these little workbooks to learn it with my sister. That's so nice. What about you? Yeah, I think French, Italian. I think that's because I've just recently been in Italy, but mm. I would love to speak Italian. And then, yeah, either I think Assyrian, I'd like to be able to speak. So I could use like genre. You can speak Assyrian <laughs> <laughs> in a more like all encompassing way. I'd also love yeah. to be able to speak sign language. That's been like a goal, a, a goal that I've never done anything about since I was a child. Yeah, I remember I used to be able to do it quite well, weirdly. I, can't, awesome. I don't know, but now I can't remember shit. Is it just one? Like, is it just one sign language or are there different sign languages in different languages? I think so. <laughs> but the other day my mind was blown because I heard a guy speaking in Spanish, obviously, to his dog. And I was like, oh, my God, I'd never thought about the fact that dogs know different languages. Yes. Yeah. They just understand vibes, I think, dogs. 
general energy. I mean, yeah, that's that's basically how I'm interacting with everyone here. You can just understand each other mm-hmm. without knowing the language. Like they just speak at me in Spanish and I just am like, I know what they're saying mostly. I have never been to Mexico. I would very much like to go. What is Mexico City like? So before I came to Mexico City, every single person who has been to Mexico City was telling me how much they loved it, which I was like excited by, but also kind of confused by because it was just all these different groups of people who I wouldn't really expect to, I don't know. I I was just like, oh, okay, everybody loves Mexico City. And then since I've been here, it is is really, really cool. Um, But I kind of understand why everyone says they love it. And that's because Condesa and Roma, which are the two areas where we would hang out, are just like really chic and built up and gentrified. And there's like wine bars everywhere and gorgeous delicious seafood restaurants where you have to put your name down for hours and yeah markets on every corner um selling amazing clothes and and stuff like that it's like it's very young and hip and cool here but it is very hard to find kind of we were just trying to find like a bar Mm -hmm. just a shitty bar to sit on the corner and have like a mezcal and all we could find were really bougie cocktail bars or natural wine bars. Yes, it's like um, the Marais, it's like of yes. Mexico. Yeah. But then I think what's more difficult about it is like obviously with the Marais in Paris, which is where we always stay and which is very chic and fun, you can Paris is safe enough that you can just walk anywhere. So you get a different you see more of the city. Whereas mm-hmm. in Mexico City it's kind of like not that safe to really walk outside of these areas or even just like travel outside of these areas that much you kind of have to have your wits about you if you're going to go to one of the big markets or do anything else um so I think that's why people kind of are more stagnant in this area and it is so nice but yeah it's it's not there's not even all that much like street food around here Mm, no tacos I mean, I'm sure there's I tacos. I mean, I've eaten a lot of tacos. I'm like all tacoed out. Honestly, last night we ended up going to one of the wine bars because I was like, I need some natural some wine. Pet nat. Gnocchi. <laughs> some pet some, I literally had pet nat gnocchi and roast chicken. I had lunch with some like Australians or dinner with some Australians the other day. And I was like, oh, I might get like a pet nat because I've like, literally just I feel like I've heard it before, but it's just sunken in my brain of it being a thing. And they were like, that's so COVID lockdown. And I was like, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. But um, yeah, it's it's really, it's really cool. We went to the pyramids and... Not pyramids. Or the (laughs) massive pyramids, like an hour out of Mexico City that were built by the Mayans before the Aztecs came. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, there's one called Pyramid of the Sun and it's fucking huge. They're really gorgeous. You should Google them. They're crazy. We went there the other day and our Uber driver took us on the most fucked route because he was trying to get more money. <laughs> and we kept getting notifications being like, your Uber is taking Are you safe? Yeah. <laughs> and then um, we were going to go to Frida Kahlo's, the Frida Kahlo Museum, her old house yesterday, but um, ran out of time. So we're going to try and go today. But yeah, it's, it's a very cool city. It looks amazing. Oh, Rosalia. <laughs> we landed. And someone, an AWD girly, was voice noting me tips because she lives here. And then she was like, don't go into the city tonight because Rosalia's performing and it's going to be fucked. 
And then I was like, what? Oh, my God. And Rosalia just was doing a free performance in the center of Mexico City the night we arrived. So we went and watched her again. A double a double treat, a double whammy. So she double wasn't – this is why she wasn't at the Met Gala. She was too busy mm. doing a free performance in Mexico City. Yeah, bae. Um, but, yeah, Met Gala. Met Gala. This is the first Met Gala where I've – Like, we've worked in the past, we've been in Australia, and I was very like, I'm just going to go to sleep and wake up and just look at the stuff tomorrow. And I got very hooked into the live stream, and I ended up staying up to, like, 1.30 a.m., just watching it all unfold. I was waiting for Rihanna, and then I just had to call it a night at one point. (laughs) I was like, she's not going to be here Yeah, they had to call it a night. Did you see that? So we – Rihanna hadn't arrived. We were watching the live stream, and then we went out to the park (laughs) – and then came back and I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to see what Rihanna wore. And she still wasn't there. And by this point, you know how there was, you know how it was Chloe Feynman mm-hmm. and Derek Blasberg and then Lala Anthony was on the carpet. Mm-hmm. The other two were elsewhere. By this point, the three of them were all together just standing around <laughs> like talking and talking and trying to find anything to talk about. Every two seconds, Chloe would kind of like glance down at the carpet and then glance back at the camera. And then at one point they just go... Okay, um, I guess that's a wrap. We tried, but they never like outwardly mentioned they were waiting for Rihanna. They were just it was just like the elephant in the room. Yeah, I think I called it a day at 1.30 and like everyone had come. I think that was equivalent to maybe like eight on eight thirty in the US and she didn't come for another two hours after that. So I think it was literally like ten ten or ten thirty PM. Like normally it's fully people are almost like leaving the event by then. <laughs> No, she, I, I read a Vogue piece, this girl, this Vogue writer tried to go to every one of the 10 Met Gala after parties. And she said that when she left at 10.45, heaps of people had already left and Rihanna just arrived. I wonder what happened. I know she does. The, obviously, this is part of her law is to always be super late. But I wonder why. Do you think she was like, fuck it, I'm not coming. I really can't be bothered. And then... They're like, no, you should. <laughs> I mean, I have a few theories. Well, one was that she'd gone into labor, which obviously she didn't. Two was that she had a big fight with ASAP Rocky. <laughs> I'm just thinking, uh-huh. like, what would a Pisces? Yeah. I'm just like thinking, what would a Pisces do <laughs> on the night of like an important event? Is have like an emotional breakdown where you know something goes wrong with the outfit. You're just like, I'm not going if it's going to be like this. He he's kind of trying to hurry you along a bit. In his kilt. He's aware you're super late. <laughs> you're snapping at him. I saw on the red carpet she said something in passing to one of the reporters, like, I'm only here because I love this dress or something. Or, like, I'm really tired trying to make it up these stairs, but, like, I'm, I made it here because I love the dress. So maybe... Okay, Rihanna, we all know you arrived at Dua Lipa's after party at 4 a.m. 4 a.m.? <laughs> was when she rolled up to do a leapers after party that night what kind of pregnant crazy person is she yeah that night she like went and got changed into another outfit and wore like this little cropped jacket and low-rise skirt and then rocked up um apparently at like 3 30 in the morning her security came down into the party and started doing a sweep and everyone was like oh my god rihanna's gonna come and then the vogue girl was like she was just like, oh, my God, okay, I'm going to wait for her. I'm going to wait for her. And then she said that she that nothing happened and another half hour went by. And then she went up to the street to, like, 
look for a sign of Rihanna. She was like, surely there'll be paparazzi going crazy or some sort of car or something. And she walked up and stood in vomit. <laughs> that and then had to leave. God's work. This is the kind of journalism And then she had to leave because she was literally had vomit on her shoes and she left. And as she got into her car to drive away, she said Rihanna pulled up and she was like, I'm going to kill myself. That is so fucked. Yeah, that's crazy. I did. I have to say when I saw their looks, I think the problem was the anticipation of everyone waiting so long really like killed some of the excitement because you were like, oh my God, it's got to be so good. But I think if we just, if you can try to remove that context, I thought they were really good looks, very strong. Entered the Rihanna yeah. canon. Yeah. I was surprised she wore Valentino. So was I. That's a huge coup for them. Yeah. I just didn't ever see her as a Valentino girly. I mean, ASAP Rocky looked so Hot. I sound like Olivia Wilde, but God. <laughs> <laughs> he looked so hot and his outfit was so good. Like just so completely good. copying one of Carl's most iconic looks and fucking, yeah, everything. He, yeah, those two. <laughs> those two. Okay. Who are your She faves? also, I can't deal with her, how she wore a separate, did you see that she wore a separate thing? To leave her hotel to get... I don't even know how she put this on. She must have gotten into, like, a truck and put this on in the car because leaving the hotel, they started... People started snapping her, and I saw on Instagram, and everyone was like, oh, my God, Rihanna's on the way. And she was wearing, like, this big Fendi fur coat. Mm. A red herring. She... Yeah, like literally. And then she got in, you couldn't even see the white skirt of her huge full dress. And then she got in the car and then got out of the car in this... That is so interesting. I love how, yeah, they all travel yeah. on these like industrial sized buses, don't they? <laughs> to like. Well, also, yeah, because I'm just like, with the after parties, would you really have time or be fucked to go back to your hotel room and get changed? But maybe they just, maybe their stylists bring. Oh, I don't know. I guess you would probably go back to the hotel. But I'm just like, if there's 10 parties to go to. Yeah, that's so wild. That reporter had the best job ever. Just popping, popping. Well, she was kind of, she was them. being she was being quite jokes about it because she was like, I'm trying to find the piece. Oh, I think I put it in our doc. Oh yeah. She was being quite jokes about it because she was just like she had to go to every single one. So she kind of went to like the more lame ones first. But then she said she got to um which she like doesn't say out loud, but it's obvious in the copy. And then she said she got to um the Chanel party at the Mercer. Mercer? Hotel. Mm. Yeah, and she was also saying heaps of them, despite she, despite her emailing them like begging, heaps of them didn't reply and let her in. And with this one, she hadn't gotten in, but her Vogue colleague was photographing the event, so she like texts the Vogue colleague, and the Vogue colleague came down and like pulled her in, and she said she was like holding onto her dress for dear life, <laughs> like sprinting past security, and then she she was like, damn, this party's really good, and she was like, I'd stay there all night if I could, and then she was like, what if I just did? <laughs> Just like deep down, I knew the only reason I was here was to play the role of the ecosystem of fashion and fame. (laughs) I can't believe there's, I'm just reading this now. I can't believe how many separate parties they have all equally hosted by major people. Yeah. Mm. I would feel so, Jeremy Strong and Anne Hathaway hiring, doing a party is so cute and jada. I know. (laughs) Where would you go? So there's, there's the, the, you know, the official, there's Carl Lagerfeld at the Mark Hotel, Cartier at the Carlisle, Chanel at the Mercer, 
Stella McCartney and Baz Luhrmann at Zero Bond, which is I would be at that one. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez is there. Kate Hudson's there. Arena Shake. Um, Janelle Monet at the top of the standard. That would be which good. had Lizzo, Jenna Ortega, Priyanka Chopra, Nick Jonas, Olivia Rodrigo, Billie Eilish, and then Jeremy Strong, Anne Hathaway. Who's John Nidich? No, no, that's really oh, precious. I would go there because I'd feel bad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there was only like, oh yeah, Bradley Cooper, Rita Ora, Margaret Qualley. I think I feel like they all just popped different... their head in. <laughs> yeah, and then they all went to do a leapers. <laughs> So she said it was past 3 a.m. when she arrived at Dua Lipa's party and she wondered if it was too late and then realized that that was when the party was going off. Yeah, that's a good time. And it says, so there was three parties left on my checklist. Michaela Cowell had her own party. Emrata, Luar, and Paloma El Sessa had one. And then Doja Cat and Diddy had that. This is too many. I would feel like I'd be so overwhelmed. And you're really breaking up the audiences by splitting them all over the city. 11, what is this? 11, 12, 13 parties. Just streamline it. <laughs> I'm stressed I even know, thinking about it. I know, but people are just taking it. People are just doing it because they, it's obviously not official. Like they would just, they would just want one Vanity Fair Oscars after party if they could, but everyone's just splitting off and doing their own thing. They just want like, maybe each person has their own, just people that weren't necessarily invited to the Met Gala and it's just a party and the celebrities just bounce around. I think so. Because even, obviously, the everyone only talks about the Vanity Fair Oscars after party, but then Beyonce always has one. But I feel like because Beyonce always has one, no one else bothers. Yeah. I'm just like, only like on the red carpet, there's usually only like maybe 100 major celebrities there. Like that's spreading them quite thin across 14 parties. I know. It's like 11 per party. Um, okay. Red carpet. Who were your greatest, greatest hits? Um, Alton Mason was my favorite. Aww. As a Chanel bride. Yeah. I just loved it. I just, I was like, the men really gave us what we've been lacking in the past. I loved so many of the men's outfits. I thought Tyka looked amazing. I thought Bad Bunny looked amazing in Jack mm. Moss. I thought, yeah, Alton Mason looked amazing. Lil Nas X. So crazy. Good. Um, yeah, obviously ASAP. Pedro um, in his shorts. I don't know if I Pedro. <laughs> I felt like he was being so sexy. I was like, put those knees away, you naughty boy. No, he's a naughty boy. <laughs> um, did I Lizzo? I loved and Chanel. I'm trying to think of who my overall favorite favorite was, but I just have a bunch that I wrote down that I liked. So I really liked. I really liked Jenny from Blackpink in the little Chanel mini dress. I think. If I could look like anyone, I would want to look like her. Mm-hmm. Her whole look was gorgeous. Just even the hair and the little white flower in it and the black tights. I thought she just looked really cute and like perfect for your first meet. Um, Al Fanning and Vivian Westwood was another major favorite. I loved Billie Eilish and Simone Rocha. Adut looked insane. What Gosh. about you? Dua. Michaela Cole. Yeah, Jua loved Michaela Cole. Loved. I love Naomi Campbell's. It was like really simple, but I just thought she looked so beautiful. Yeah, Nicole Kidman too. Nicole Kidman's was so fucking good. I loved it. Everyone was roasting her for her like rat bag hair, but I kind of liked 
the contrast, but she had like a sensible short heel on for presumably for Keith's sake. And I didn't like that. (laughs) (laughs) When she did the red carpet interview and then she was like, and my husband's here. And she was like pulling him along, trying to pass him. I was like, you guys are so crazy. What is up with them? They do some like weird tantric sex every night or something. A hundred percent. And it's, it's hot. I love them. A sexy, a sexy power couple. She Sexy lesbians. Sexy lesbians. She wore the dress 25 years ago in a Chanel ad directed by Baz Luhrmann, which was a nice little yeah, tale. Yeah, I loved that. A nice little story. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart's was great. How did you feel? <laughs> I liked it. I'm coming around to her. I like her as a person, obviously. I just don't like it when she's acting. But yeah, she looked she looked good. Yeah. I feel like Carl would have loved her. I just I, I was like thinking about what Carl would be thinking about seeing the red carpet. Same. Who would he have hated? I I think Cardi B's was really good. Same. Really liked. I wrote her down. Alexa Chung looked great. Yep. Love. A little debut with her new bow. Oh, was it? Yeah. Sienna Miller's ex-husband overall it was very as we expected like beige white black kind of simple and i i really liked it overall i thought pretty much everyone was like well dressed it was like very fun to watch the spectacle i loved janelle Monet's look so much and then i was like why are we taking it off why are we doing the weird like i i was like just that look on its own would have been so much more striking I agree. I was disappointed by that. Yeah. That would have been one of my contenders for best dressed, I think. I thought she looked great. And then, um, okay, so what did you think about Kendall, Kim, and Kylie? I didn't majorly dislike any of them. I actually think it's my favorite look Kendall's worn. I just thought it was like quite like modern and fresh and fun. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah. I thought she – I just – yeah, I agree. I think – her wearing Marc Jacobs, her wearing those huge, the huge platform shoes that were sparkling. Yeah. And then the the little suit. I mean, she has such a great butt and such great yeah. legs. It was the, the butt. I, I thought yeah. the same. That little shot of her walking out of her hotel. I was like, oh, butt goals. She, yeah, Kylie, I thought Kylie looked really, really nice. Um, mm. And apparently the the context was she was paying homage to a Andre Leon Talley coat that Carl Lagerfeld designed. Thought she looked nice, like least obviously on theme. And then Kim, same, like very nice dress. Just wasn't that wasn't hugely inspired, but I thought she looked nice. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I liked Kim's. I did what I did think it was not to sound rude. I did think it was a skims ad <laughs> at first. Like, I knew it was going to be with someone, but, like, the bodysuit looked, like, Skims-esque. Obviously, there was so much craftsmanship in the Chaparelli, like, pearls. But, yeah, I got Skims. Did you see that everyone was, the minute she got on the red carpet, everyone was saying, everyone was, all anyone could think about was her 2007 Playboy shoot when she has the pearls all over her <laughs> naked body. That was, like, the first thing that was popping up on Instagram. I was like, how did you not oh think God. of this? I know the exact She's obviously forgotten, about. but it's just, like, She's obviously forgotten that that ever happened, but I'm like, you need to pay someone to remember that for you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Do you know what I mean? Like she should, she needs to have someone around. Do you think someone like, in the team, like do you think an intern on the design team, like, suggest, like yeah. suggested it? And I'm no just like, that would it. never sneak past someone like Jonah Waterhouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Kendall and Bad Bunny are winning me over. Yeah. Um, because I saw on TikTok when she was doing the interview with Kim Kylie and Kim and Kylie, um, she like turned and looked down at the red carpet and smiled at one point. And then on TikTok, they stitched it together and it was Bad Bunny looking up at her and saying something to her. And then she smiled and laughed and then turned back to the camera. And then they walked. And then there was another clip of Kendall on the carpet posing for photographers and Bad Bunny was behind her waiting his turn, like going like this so he could like moving his head so he could see her. That's really cute. And then I saw last night on TikTok um, someone filming from one of the after parties and Emrata was near Bad Bunny on the dance floor, on this packed dance floor. Emrata was like near him and Kendall goes and like puts her arm around him in like a headlock and pulls him <laughs> in. And then someone in the comments said that Emrata had um, said that Bad Bunny's her celebrity crush. I was like, imagine, I, I just, that, it was just... It was just funny because I was like, you're Kendall Jenner and you're a supermodel and you're still freaking the fuck out because another hot girl's like into your guy and she's at the same party. Yeah. I was like, this makes me feel special. Relatable. Yeah. 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 That's nice. Yeah. I loved, I loved his, his little backless situation. I feel like they're another just very sexy duo, Keith and Nicole <laughs> energy. Not really. Yeah. So why did Anna Wintour walk the red carpet with Bill Nye? I love it. I so thought they much. were a couple. I was they like, are a my couple, penis. Is he? They were no, hard launching. Not. Yes, they are. It's been rumors for like years and years and years, and they hard launched at the Met Gala. It's really fucking cute. I love it. No, they're not. <laughs> they're literally a couple. They're literally in love. It's so. I just love that for her. Stop I know. it right now. It makes a lot of sense in my brain. What? Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I thought everyone was joking. <laughs> Why do you think they I were was... there together? I don't know. I was like, they're friends or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Anna. Yeah. I'm proud of her. It's very iconic behavior. I know. And then I was thinking he was up for an Oscar last year. And if he'd won, would he have thanked her in his speech? Like, why didn't she come with him to the Oscars? It's very sweet. Did you see Nicola and Brooklyn? Yeah, I saw him like kissing her neck in a way that made me my skin crawl. She looked quite good, to be fair. She looked great. Her. She looked good. Great yeah. fit. Who else was there couple-wise? No one that interesting. Some some pregnancy reveals. I, don't, I mean, happy for Sir Serena Williams. Um, Carly Claus. Yeah, Carly Claus. What was pretty funny is her team, which again is is gonna be some like genius pop culture, um, like guy on her team. Um, she like recreated the looking camp in the eye thing for TikTok, which was quite self aware for her. What did you think of the cats? The two cats. Mm, I loved Doja Cat. So good with the prosthetics. I find I I love. Oh, I don't know. I love Doja Cat. So I love her music so much and I I do love her as a person, but for some reason on the red carpet, I think because she always is so extra, but it like doesn't always land for me in a way that I feel like it should. 
Does that make sense? Well, like after the that Chaparelli thing, it's like yeah. pretty hard to like everything yes, else is going to seem lightweight. It was just too much. But then I really liked her wearing the cat prosthetics and I loved it when Emma Chamberlain was trying to interview her and all she would do was meow. Yeah, that was fantastic. And there was the, uh, before that, while she was waiting in line to be interviewed by Emma Chamberlain, Emma was just talking to, I can't even remember who, and she was just like vaping in the background the whole time. <laughs> she just doesn't give a fuck. Um. What did you think of the cats? Yeah, I liked Doja Cats. Of, as as soon as I saw that fucking big, like, the full cat on the red carpet, I was like, this is going to be someone I loathe. And <laughs> lo and behold. That was correct. I was like, it's either Katy Perry, which is, like, cute. Like, I'll give it a pass if it's Katy Perry. But I just, I, I didn't see that for her. I feel like she goes glam on the red carpet and then camp after, afterwards. And yeah, Jared Leto, when he took the, the head off and like stuck his tongue out, he's doing that a lot lately. Sticking his tongue out? Yeah, I saw him at the Givenchy show in Paris and he was just sticking his tongue out over and over. And I was like, I literally feel like a crime's being committed against me. <laughs> yeah, I hate I hate him and his little wispy hair. Yeah. I agree. He drove me crazy. Was Little Nas X a cat or was he just a silver like fucking avatar i think he was just a silver sexy thing. man <laughs> sexy woman. thing yeah yeah well, what who would you this is my favorite who would you have wanted to be if you could embody someone um honestly the first thing that springs to mind is nicole i just loved her dress just thought it was so nice yeah. it was like extra enough for the met gala but also just pretty and i don't know it's playing it a little safe but I feel like realistically, that's what I'd want to look like. What about you? Oh, I don't know. Now I'm scrolling like crazy. Yes. <laughs> Camilla Marone looked beautiful, I have to say. Camilla Marone did look did look beautiful. I don't know. Um, I mean, Jenny or, or I mean, Elle Fanning, but I also just wouldn't pull it off like Elle Fanning does. I think you could. I just would. <laughs> Me as Elton Mason. <laughs> yeah. I, I can actually see that too. I feel like the Alexa Child vibe is also really nice because it's like something avant-garde and interesting, but still quite yeah. lovely. I also think, oh, I think, who is Anita? She looked great in Mark Jacobs. Yeah, she's she's the singer that was in Fenty, the Fenty show this year, and she was like amazing in it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Sexy and cool. She looks really fucking cool. Who else was I going to say? I randomly liked Daisy Edgar Jones and Gucci. Yeah, that was really nice. What about after parties? So Kendall wore this see-through romper that Nancy Dejaka, Dejaka from London recreated from a vintage Chanel runway. That's cool. Um, she just like fully had the whole bod and butt out, mm. of course. And yeah, then I can see it. Nice. Dua Lipa's looked really cool, actually. She changed it to like a little Chanel short, the black kind of, Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Length shorts. Yeah, she did very well, actually. I feel like maybe Dua Lipa is another contender for what I'd want to look like. I was going to say that because I think the princess dress, like wearing a Chanel bridal look on the Met the red carpet when are you ever going to have the opportunity to do that mm-hmm. to wear something like that yeah so i really like that she that she took them up on that or that she asked them for that very fun and then she got changed in the mirror as well into another chanel look oh nice i wonder like what's i wonder what it's like inside i'm very curious like i was i think because i've only ever really consumed it through images and not through the video, like I've kind of watched the red carpet interviews maybe after the event and not in real time. I was just thinking a lot about just like the nature of what that kind of event would be inside. You always get the vibe that it's really fun and it's like a party and everyone's enjoying themselves, but it's really this mix of a bunch of people, some of whom know each other, some of whom wouldn't in these like insane, completely impractical clothes who are probably going into a room, apparently don't eat any of the food. It's almost like a work networking event. It's almost like a work event. Massively. And then you go like, and party pretty, afterwards. Pretty corporate. Yeah. I would think. Um, and I think, yeah, it'd be kind of boring. And also if you were in these dresses, you'd be so uncomfortable. Yeah. I think it'd be impossible. Just be, you'd get over the red carpet and then you'd just be desperate to like change and go to the after party. Yeah, because you'd do the red carpet, you'd be stressed out, you'd be, it'd be hard to walk, you'd be stressing about your outfit, and then you wouldn't be able to sit down properly at all in like any of these outfits, and then, yeah, you'd just want to leave. So this girl said by 10.45pm when Rihanna showed up, heaps of people had left. It's quite cool because it's like nothing is filmed from inside. So I guess until you hear these snippets, which I guess... As a Vogue reporter, I feel like Anna Wintour would be kind of annoyed by that because she wants it to feel like this massive event inside. But in reality, it's just like people walk in, have like a bite date, say hello to their friends and fuck off. Yeah, 100%. I think – what was I about to say? Uh, oh, yeah, I think I think watching watching it live as well gave me just like a renewed sense of – a how in- I think of how intimidating celebrities find the whole thing. I just think mm. I have been really guilty in the past. Like we all are, if we go on the f- photos the next day or when it's happening and we're like, good, bad, terrible. Oh my God. And we're just so 
ruthless because we assume if a celebrity is dressed in designer clothes on this red carpet that they're supremely confident and they picked their dream dress that they'd absolutely 100% choose to wear and blah 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 whereas you can just tell when people are being interviewed the reality of it is like terrifying (laughs) you're put together with designers and you have some put input into what you wear but in some ways you don't and a lot of these people are the top of their field in like just the amount of people who, when they were interviewed, were saying, like, I'm not really in fashion. Like, I don't know that much about fashion. This is kind of, like, scary for me. And, like, blah, 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 Brand said to wear this. So I was like, okay. It just gave me a renewed sense of how cruel a lot of the <laughs> Met Gala best and worst rhetoric is. I was like, everyone's just having a fun time and just doing their best and frightened that the internet's going to hate them. I agree. And it's also funny because you see them fangirling out over everyone else around them and Hathaway on the red carpet was like um fuck I've forgotten his name oh but like some formula one guy she turned around and said his full name and she goes oh and then goes I'm a huge fan of formula one and he was just like okay (laughs) um and yeah everyone's just freaking out I think Emma Chamberlain honestly bless her she does such a good job of those interviews she is so funny, so witty, so cute, so charismatic. She's so good at like matching people's like energy. vibes and energy and reflecting them back to them. It's she's literally the perfect person to do it. And like even when she interviewed Jenny, she was so cute. She was just like, "What do you find like most mysterious about the Met Gala?" And she was like, "What?" And she was like, "I don't know. That was such a bad question. Sorry." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw on um, TikTok that last year because her her interview with Jack Harlow went viral last year, and I like genuinely just I've googled it like seven times and still can't figure out who Jack Harlow is. <laughs> and I know he's a musician, but I'm just like, yeah. tell me a song. And um, she, her her interview with him went viral last year because they were just they were just being like, love you, love you, and they'd never met. And then he walked away and she like did this really crazy face where she was like, what the fuck just happened? And then she went on Jimmy Fallon and she was like, can I just tell you the truth? And he was like, yeah. And she goes, when I'm when I'm there, when I'm doing those interviews, my brain is, there is nothing going through my brain. It's a blank. <laughs> she was like, it's a blank slate and I just speak. And then afterwards I look back and I'm just like, what the fuck was happening? It's very, she's so sweet and endearing. It's so funny how like the whole world has just fallen in love with her. Like that's, it's such, I think the Met Gala is like a niche fashion-y thing, even though I know it isn't. And like the amount of people that tune in is insane. That's a huge thing to host that live on the red carpet. And so Chloe Feynman, Zala Anthony, she's great. She's like very polished and very likable and great. Emma Chamberlain was great. Derek Blasberg and Chloe Feynman are kind of getting a little roasted. And I have to say, it was awkward. I did find it pretty awkward. I think it was a bad matching, firstly, with them. Mm. They didn't appear to be like close. No. It, she, she kept saying stuff and he kind of looked like he was like embarrassed or laughing or like as if she'd done something wrong. Yes. Because I'm like, he's a like socialite, real fashion guy, wants to be in with all these people, wants, you know what I mean? Man about town. And she's an SNL, like, comedian. So their vibes were very off because she was kind of being jokey. I don't really know that much about fashion, not taking it that seriously. But I think she was trying to do it in a charming way. And then he was kind of being, like, that annoying. Like, you know, you know, we just go to events and there's, like, annoying fashion people that just... (laughs) 
make you feel lame for that stuff. It felt like he was bringing that energy, but all she could bring was being a comedian and trying to be funny because that's her job. And I just feel like it was a bad match. I agree. But she got like so – I still found her very sweet and endearing. I just find it funny on the internet. Everyone was trying to roast her for the Stella McCartney-Aubrey Plaza interview. Yeah, were they? Obviously, that's two comedians, like, riffing. Joking. Yeah, there was, like, a big thing on – there's been all these, like, write-ups in the press about how awkward and cringy it was. And the people are saying, like, the moment (laughs) she forgot Aubrey Plaza's name – and they're obviously oh just gosh. friends. <laughs> so silly. And even Stella McCartney, it always it always makes me laugh how much Americans misinterpret like the English dryness and sense of humor. Yes. Stella McCartney yeah. was like, you're not taking this seriously. And she's like obviously saying that in a jokey way. And people like Stella yes. McCartney scolds <laughs> Chloe Feynman for not taking the interview. People on the and internet then Stella are just McCartney very was like, Yeah, and then Stella McCartney was like, my favorite Carl memory is when he – like basically was like I knew they'd get a big name designer to replace me at Chloe but I didn't think it would be a big musician so he's just like roasting her because she's Paul McCartney's kid and thinks she's not a good designer and she was like I love that yeah yeah she's the best they were so funny they had like great vibes her and Aubrey Plaza yeah that was a good that was like a great trio oh yeah what what group would you have liked what designer would you have liked to have brought you and therefore, which group would you have liked to be in? And absolutely for me, no way in hell would I have liked to have been with um, who the fuck took Vanessa Hudgens <laughs> and um, what's her name? Stop. That's that horrible Glee girl. <laughs> and then poor Caitlin Diver. <laughs> Caitlin Diver's like, this is my first met hell. <laughs> what's that Glee girl's name? Leah. Leah Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> what designer took them? I think it was Michael Kors. It fucking obviously was Michael Kors, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Who would you have liked to have been with? I think, I mean, I'm having a bit of recency bias because I'm struggling to remember all the other groups, but I think I think Stella McCartney and Aubrey Plaza would be pretty hard to beat. I'd replace yeah. Madeline Klein. Yeah, Madeline Klein couldn't keep up. <laughs> no, she was completely out of her <laughs> She's like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> She was like, I thought her name was Aubrey Plaza. The Chloe crew was quite cute, I thought. A bit of a like like a little odd assortment of Who people. Who was the Chloe crew? It was Maud Apatow, Olivia Wilde, and Vanessa Kirby with Gabriella Hurst. Mm-hmm. Did you see Olivia Wilde and Margaret Zhang wore the same dress? I'm so confused how that happens because I think they all have to like put their dresses forward to be approved. Like all of them. Really? Yeah, I think so. Well, maybe I guess maybe then that proves that that's a rumor. Yeah. Yeah. It's either a rumor or it was like an oversight or something changed last minute. Um, I like that Olivia Wilde leaned into it and was quite funny about it. I actually thought she looked beautiful. It's not my favorite dress in the whole world, but she looked really nice in it. I just didn't love the arm cuffs. Like I thought Margaret's looked so much more modern because it didn't have the arms. Mm. Yeah. I actually loved Maya Hawke in Prada. I thought that was really good. Yeah, she looked so fucking good. I think I thought – I actually thought Tyker and Rita Ora looked so gorgeous. I loved Tyker. So I feel like he outdressed Rita. Yeah, he looked so, so handsome. He looks like so he's good. done like 400 facials and stopped <laughs> doing <laughs> Stop. 
<laughs> oh, wish we were on the page. I know. Um, yeah, he looked he looked hot as hell. Um, what were the other little crews? Yeah, I don't even know. I asked that question without even really knowing. I mean, obviously, like people were dressed in. I mean, okay, out of the Chanel crew, would you? What did you think of Anne Hathaway's Valentino? Versace. Versace. <laughs> Versace. Um, I I personally didn't like it, but it's it's. I think that Versace aesthetic's just not for me. Like, I can appreciate it. Um, I think she obviously looks nice, but I. I don't know. Didn't love it. Yeah, I agree. I think, I mean, I think what I thought was really cute and gorgeous about the whole thing was obviously all of these huge big name designers paying tribute by designing something in ode to another designer. Yeah. I was like, that's just so gorgeous for everyone to come together and, and do like how obviously Donatella Versace reworked the iconic Versace safety pin dress in Karl Lagerfeld's uh what is that material tweet like tweet yeah 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 it was it was really really nice I thought it was really it had a very nice energy to it the whole night I think there were lots of um lots of awkward run-ins with celebs yeah I was gonna say all the exes so Suki Waterhouse and Robert Pattinson they're just really cute they just are did you see that she has bunions? Does she? I was Gorgeous in yoga girl. the other day and this woman had the biggest bunions I have literally ever seen. I was like, I need, <laughs> I wish I could whip out my phone right now and take a pic. <laughs> it was wild. Yes, yeah, Suki Woodhouse and Robert Pattinson, obviously he's bumping into Kristen Stewart, his like long-term ex, and then his ex-fiance, FKA Twigs. Big night for Rob. I, I mean, FKA Twigs looked fucking amazing, but... She did. I feel like that's a bad run-in for her. Well, apparently she allegedly, according to some random article I just saw, she left. She went to an after party and then left when she saw they were there. Sad. Which is fair enough. That fucking beautiful song she wrote, like it literally just, I feel like it's playing in my head every time I see Suki Waterhouse and Robert Pattinson together. Why didn't I do it Yeah, for you? it's literally so fucking heartbreaking. I know. That whole album is like written for him and it's, so haunting and gorgeous yes yes that would be um, rough and then pete and kim which is interesting because when you think about it the met gala has such a place such a random significance in their relationship because they first talked for the first time ever at the 2021 met gala and he asked her for a number and then afterwards asked megan fox for a number and then that's when they basically started dating and then last year, they obviously attended together as a couple. So imagine if it was like one year on exactly from when you're walking the steps as a couple with someone. Like, that's pretty fresh. It's very interesting. They looked they looked to be quite like friendly and jovial. He, he stares at yeah. her like he still loves her. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. He I feel like he looks does. at every woman like that. <laughs> His fucking yeah. bucket. And Asha was just standing there, like unaware probably of the cultural moment happening around him. Also, Usher being there. I, I love it, but I find it random. He's having a renaissance. He's having he's doing his Vegas residency, which apparently Kim has gone to a bunch of times. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck I read I'm that. Past her. I would love to go. 
He has so many, he has so many bangers. He's like one of those people where you're like, oh, Asha, what does he sing? And then you're like, Confessions Part 2. Oh, my God. <laughs> the yes. best song ever. These are my confessions. Burn? Um, I know, the best, the best, the best songs ever. That, that was like such a moment in my youth of coming home after school every day. Usher and Kim? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Just we should try and go to the Ve- his Vegas residency when you come visit. Apparently tickets are like insanely expensive, but we should just go. We can do a triple whammy. We can do like Usher one night, Adele another night, <laughs> Katy Perry another and night. Katy Perry. And bankrupt ourselves. Yeah, any other ex-run-ins? I mean, I don't really like to do the pitting women against each other thing, but Olivia Wilde and but. <laughs> Emirata were there. I don't really think anything oh, yeah. happened with that. Gigi and Leo apparently were at the same parties. Oh, enough. Enough. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like Rihanna at 4 a.m. pregnant to me is like on the same level as Leonardo DiCaprio still going to parties. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, go to bed. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what else happened. Arena Shake, I hated it so much. She wore grey sweatpants to the after parties because she was obviously trying to be just like I just was like, I it does not no. I see what you're trying to do, it's not working. I, yeah, I, I agree. I think it was like the sparkly boots. Like Exactly like just yeah. one way or the other. She always gets it like just ten percent wrong with like everything. She's so beautiful, it literally makes me want to be sick like i think she is just like like ultimate supermodel but i think she's... she uploaded a photo of her fucking body the other day and i was like this is crazy like this is a a work of art she's literally a work of art so she just doesn't have to it's what it's what a lot of these models are like the models that are the most stylish stylish are usually the ones that have like like a little quirk or a point of difference so they're not super traditionally quote unquote like guy hot you know what i mean they're usually Mm. the ones that have like this depth to their personal style which is why i think yeah like with the track pants i I get it in a way because it's like a play on carl lagerfeld saying he hated sweatpants i guess but yeah could it could have just been done so much better yeah i also i'm just like i don't know for her it felt so out of character because she obviously dresses like it was kind. It kind of annoyed me in a similar vein to the models at Coachella wearing black pants and a black tank top. Because I was just like, "We know you wear the craziest shit to pick up your daughter from kindy." Yeah, she wears those like clueless esque checkered suits for the school run. Exactly. I think. Kylie's after party look was really nice. Another JPG. Mm. And now she's been announced as the new face of JPG. It's nice. Nice for her. <laughs> Lots of children around. Kim brought North, brought North. And then Kylie just brought Stormy to the JPG thing. Just like, let's go. These- North looked so good. <laughs> I feel weird saying that actually. <laughs> what was she even wearing? She she like just went with Kim like to the Met Gala in the sense like drove up with her and then obviously went somewhere else. But she was in like 
I'm just fucking obsessed with these Kardashian kids. She was in like a white t-shirt, a Chanel tweed fucking blazer, jeans. She just looked chic as fuck. And I was like, I don't... I, I, I feel like the Kardashian kids is going to be a weird one going forward because I do find people in the media talking about kids really creepy and weird. But then I'm also like, they're styling, like a world famous stylist is going to be styling North for publicity and exposure. <laughs> so I'm like, they're engaging with it, with this stuff where it's like a public outing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's still, yeah, of course. It's still kind of weird. I don't. I don't love it. Don't love talking about kids. I know. She's going to be such a, like, crazy, difficult teenager. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't wish that on anybody. <laughs> you just see already that she's so confident and strong-willed and I don't know. She's had the most wild, like, that generation of the kids is, at least the Kardashian kids were like, you know, the Kardashian elder sisters were in their 20s. The younger sisters were like teenagers, but they haven't really had a generation who's had it literally from birth yet. It's like a social mm. experiment, all those kids. I don't know. So fucked up. Okay. I feel like we've kind of covered most of the most of the main stuff. We could talk more about Carl and his legacy and all the drama around that maybe. Yeah. Um, on yeah. Patreon. I'm very curious about all that convo yeah i feel like i need to do some deep reading into yep. into the the opiates i've basically only consumed the reader carpet and then like stupid shit on tiktok so <laughs> yeah. far yeah thus far same um but yes i got to go i've got to go have my final meal in mexico enjoy boost, boost home um okay okay love you, love you. <laughs> bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.